let's get on with your training. Now, the more people we call, the more magazines uh, we can... <laughs> Do you have any, like, adult magazines? <laughs> yeah, yeah, like National Geographic. <laughs> <laughs> you dumbass. <laughs> Sometimes they show boobs. <laughs> beautiful upstate New York. This is the Slam Tilt Podcast, a show about all things pinball. I'm your host, Ron Hallett, here with my co-host, Bruce Nightingale. I have seen the light and I have ordered a game. Oh, we'll talk about that. And welcome to episode 42, Casino Royale. Yes, uh, Money Penny. Uh, no, no, uh, he's no, not in no? that. He's not in that. That's the new guy. Oh, this is Daniel Craig. It's the Stormtrooper from um, Star Wars The Force Awakens. Yes, he is. <laughs> uh, he's the one who falls prey to the mind trick, I believe. Yes. Yeah. See how weak, see how James Bond can be so yeah, weak yeah, He's now. very weak mentally, very weak mentally. So, how was your weekend, Bruce? Oh, mine was very good. I uh... Go to any shows? Yeah, I think this one little show on the East Coast, it's, uh, uh, oh, Allentown. Well, before we get into that, we have a guest. We have a guest, a new guest. He is the recent winner of the Buffalo Pinball Open Spring Edition 2017. He is a member of Western New York Pinball and is actually an officer of Western New York Pinball. And he is also an officer of Central New York Pinball. It is our own Jason Plord. Hello. Welcome. Thank you, thank you. Jason, as we're going to tell, like we always do with all of our guests, what got you in this fucking hobby? <laughs> wow. Wow. <laughs> well, that's a good question, actually. Um, I would say I probably got back into it in the mid-90s, like 93, 94-ish. Um, back then, I was, um, I was in a lot of bowling alleys. I was big into bowling back then. I'm since retired. Um, and I bowled for high school and college and back then you could find a pinball machine or multiple pinball machines in like every single bowling alley. So, uh, between bowling, I would just be there playing pinball, trying to figure it out. I didn't know, uh, people had games in their houses, Well, they probably didn't back then, but, uh, it was just a fun thing to do and kill time. And, uh, I probably did that a lot into the early two thousands and then it became harder to find, uh, pinball machines on route in the bowling alleys. Um, you know, in the, in the mid nineties, you could find some of the, the bigger bowling alleys would have, you know, anywhere from like eight to like 12 pinball machines in them. And then it, it got to the point where you were lucky if you found one. Um, and then I got back into it about 2010 ish. I decided I had, I thought about like wanting to have my own pinball machine for a while, but I didn't know how to go about doing it or, uh, where you'd get one. I looked online a little bit on eBay and some of the, you know, if you'd Google buying pinball machines and they were kind of expensive. And, um, when I finally had enough money and I decided that I, I thought I might want one, I, uh, started looking around and, uh, met a local guy and, uh, he kind of showed me the ropes and set me up with my first pinball machine, which I got in, I think 2012, which was uh, Simpsons pinball party through uh scott i forget his last name but he's in your area ron scott from glens falls yeah yep 
has an awesome collection. Um, yep, he actually delivered the game up to me, and I went to my first pinball party later that day at James uh, CNY Pinball Guy House, and uh, that's where I met Bruce for the first time, and I met you for the first time, actually. It was all on the same day. Got my first game and met both of you guys on the same day. It's a good day. It's a good day. I'm trying to think which, because I was to his house, I think, twice. It was his old house. I know that. Yeah. He had a Tron Ali at the time. He had a Pac-Man. He had a Cactus Canyon. Okay. Was Scott there, too? Yeah, because he, him and uh, Jerry delivered the game, and they were, I think, well, Scott was there. I don't know if Jerry was there, but. Yeah, all right. I'm, 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 it's coming back to me now. I think that's when he, he had he had like a turn, or you could win a poster or something. And you won it, yeah. Yeah, I yeah. That's it. Okay. Going back. Yep, I had to go back to the Wayback Machine. <laughs> I remember thinking this guy must be really good because he's got a towel with him, and he's got the pinball stance. Towel? And, uh, sure enough. Yeah, you used to have this towel that you had Who had the towel? Neck. I didn't have a towel. Yeah. Why didn't I have a towel? You had it? No, you had a neck thing. Remember oh, your neck I had. Was... Yeah, I had my rice pack. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, that was not a towel. That was no, a rice pack because he screwed up his back. Because <laughs> of my uh, sh- my shitty neck. Yes, I actually rarely. I actually I don't even know where it is now. I, I think I think I let someone at work borrow it. Now it's disappeared. I'll have to find that again. But uh, wow, I didn't realize I actually wore that. I must I must have been in a heap load of pain at that time. I was doing you that too. They, I probably asked him where his microwave was. Can I heat this up, please? But James is cool. That's where I got uh, one of my favorite games I got downstairs, Dirty Harry. So do you still have the Simpsons pinball party? Yeah, first game, I still have it. I don't get rid of too many games. Usually if I get a game, I'm going to keep it. I've only sold a few. So you got your first game. And then how did you meet the rest of the gang? Yeah, so not too long after that, um, I bought a game off of Bruce, which was No Fear, which I loved, which I still had. And then, yeah, Bruce had these cool parties at his house and tournaments, and that's how I met the other guys actually from Syracuse. I met him in Rochester playing at Bruce's house. One of the guys, I was just talking to him between rounds, and he's like, hey, are you uh, are you J-Dog from uh, Pinside? And I'm like, yeah. And he's like, oh, yeah, because they must have been lo- looking for local guys. So that's how I kind of got hooked up with them. And they, I think it was their first tournament, if I'm not mistaken, which was the pin golf, the first one, maybe? Maybe. It might have been the first or second one. This year will be year five. Yikes. Oh, wow. So you've been going to the shows, too, right, Jason? You, you were just uh, at the Allentown show with the rest of us? Yes, I was. And did significantly better in the tournament than I did. So I didn't, <laughs> so I didn't make any, I didn't make playoffs. I didn't make anything. It's terrible. It was tough. I uh, I got lucky on day two. Uh, well, day one, I only got four four of my tickets in because we kind of got there a little bit late, which was partly my fault because I don't like to get up in the morning. Um, but we only left like a half an hour late, but then we decided to get food. And then when we got to the, the actual tournament area, they're like, yeah, there's only about two hours left, and the line started to get really long. Um, so I was lucky just to get four games in. Um, but on day two, I the last game with like two minutes left – I put up like $60 million on Indiana Jones. That got me just enough points to make the playoffs. He severely bastardized Indiana Jones. <laughs> yeah. They had, had the thing up on blocks in the back. It was – even Timmy thought it was a little ridiculous. That's that's all you need to know about that. wasn't as bad as Aerosmith. Yeah. Yeah, Aerosmith, well, they took the post out, no ball saver. And if you just oh. touched it, you got a warning. Oh, guys, I hate to say – 
Oh. I'm the one that helped bastardize that Aerosmith. Good job, Bruce. <laughs> I did. I told him just go to, go to bonkers. <laughs> and I did. I really like, you know, jack it up, do this, you know, take the posts out, no ball save, make the tilt super tight. Thank you, Bruce. You're welcome, guys, anytime, because I wasn't in the tournament. I was smart. I actually never played Aerosmith in the tournament, so I can't. I have no idea how it played. I didn't play Indiana Jones either. I wasn't going anywhere near that. So, uh, Jason, what games do you have right now, and what games are in your future? All right, so I have uh, Simpsons Pinball Party. I have Avengers The Hulk Edition. I have uh, Game of Thrones LE. I have the Metallic LE. I have an ACDC Premium. I have a Medieval Madness remake. And I have, I know I'm missing something. I have a Star Trek LE. Yes, you do. And uh, I have an Aerosmith LE, which I haven't set up yet. And I, I have so a, do we. <laughs> I have a Hobbit Smog Edition that I haven't set up yet. Okay, so we need to set up some games at Jason's wow. house. So, so do you have room? Well, technically I have room, but not where I want to put them. Probably not. The Hobbit I'm actually probably going to sell. So if anybody's listening and they want to buy a Hobbit Smog Edition, hit me up and I'll give you a good deal. Just tell me that you saw or you listened to the podcast. <laughs> but uh, the Aerosmith I'm going to keep for sure. So then I think I'll have enough room. Yeah, you're, you, joined, you joined the club with us, didn't you, Jason? What, the oh, the Aerosmith Club? <laughs> yeah, Aerosmith LE, right, right, Ron? Right, right. I think we're we're short timers though in that club. I think we are. Yeah. So do you have a do you have a basement for all these games, or is they or, or is it like or what Eric Russell, one of the three Eric Russells, where he has one like in his kitchen, in his living room, his garage, bedroom? No, I have a I have a dedicated pinball room, um, and I think I have seven games in there right now, and you could. Squeeze an eighth in there, but it would be really tight. And then my roommate has an old EM called 300, which is a, a bowling pin, and that's in his uh, living room area. So I guess I forgot to count that, too. But. It's not your game, so you can't count it. Yeah, technically oh, that's it right. belongs to me. That's right. I do that with mine also. Yeah, you can count that. <laughs> 300 is uh, it's, it's got the back box animation with the balls, if I remember. Yeah. yeah. Yep. It's the four-player version. Yeah, Howard has that, so I get to play that all the time. So, what did we all think of the Allentown show? I had a great time. Uh, a lot of games to be had. One, you know, bought, sold. I hate to say it, Ron's father was probably a little upset, but Scared Stiff is gone. Oh, show. So that that worked out. So roof, roof for the barn. Roof for the barn. And I bought, I bought a game. We were down there. I bought a Fathom project, deep project, very deep. So uh, this will be another two-year project. I'm going to start now collecting parts up for the machine. It just do the parts include a uh, a power cord with a ground prong on it? No, not at all. No, Damn. I'm going to make it ripped off actually, just for you. He's he's going to buy a new cord and then take the ground and prong then off it. and snip, then snip it, it off. Right yes. Off. So how how were the uh, pinball lifter sales? Good. We did very well. We uh, we sold five complete units. Uh, we had two more we needed, but wanted to sell, but we didn't. We uh, left a little early this year, and we'll get into that story a little later on because Dad wanted to get home. Dad's not doing as well as he used to. You know, he gets tired at these shows. 
But the lifter sales went really well. Met a lot of our fans. A lot of people came up to me. We even gave out, Ron and me even gave out a couple autographs. Yeah, I got my uh, thing signed. Jason did, see? And that's why he's on the show. (laughs) Because he asked for an autograph. (laughs) Wow, that's the prerequisite now. You you have to accept an autograph from us in order to get on the show. Yes, no. I actually have it up on eBay for a dollar. I haven't gotten any bids yet. Oh, boo. Boo. (laughs) It's not worth putting up. No, I'm just kidding. So so I'm going to put it in my pinball room. I'm going to frame it. I'd say the show overall was probably one of the better out-of-town shows I can think of. I can remember off the top of my head. I mean, they actually had games there for sale that were somewhat reasonable. There was a Stars there for seven twenty-five. Yeah, and that sold immediately. We'll go wrong with that. And man, if you wanted a Meteor, this was your show. There's three or four. <laughs> there were, no, there was like four or five Meteors. Yeah, and there was one that was really nice, and, and it was priced about the same as the rest of them. I, I'm assuming it sold. but Yeah, well, I don't think it did, because I think they broke that down. There was there was a nice one. It was like 1200 then it was 1000 then it was 900 then it was like 800 and then I think it got broken down. I don't think it sold. Wow. Yeah, there were some, there were some good deals for sure. Uh, some stuff was priced unreasonably high, but uh, one thing I noticed is, and like, I didn't go last year, but I've been to the, the few previous years, is that... 2012, 2013, 2014, everything was selling like right away. And I think the markets kind of slowed down a little bit. So uh, I don't know if that's because there's so many good new games out lately that people are, you know, have a lot more stuff for sale because they're trying to get money to buy the new games or what. But it just seemed like there was there was more stuff that would normally be gone on the first day or before the show started. Yeah, they had a had a spirit there. Mm-hmm. And they're going so many years without seeing a spirit. Now it seems like there's a spirit at every show I go to. and And that... I believe that sold. $6,500? Yes. Yeah, it was like some ridiculous... Because it was only there the one day and it was gone. Yeah, maybe they took it home with them. That's Yeah, it's possible. Uh, Andromeda, which was there for like one day and sold, and that was gone. You know, kind of rare game plan game. Just trying to think if there's any other super rarities there. I couldn't really think of any. There was a lot of good deals, though. There was a lot of good deals. A lot of good deals. Farmer's Market is great, as always. Houdini was there. Yeah, you had had the feel of like a Texas show or an expo show where they had, you had Aerosmith, you had Batman 66, you had Houdini, Alien, Dialed In, all there. Uh, and the, the lines weren't that bad on some of those, depending on when you... When you went up to them. Yeah. I mean, near, near the end of the show, went to the Houdini area and actually got on. So yep. I, got, I finally got to play it. I played Dialed In versus probably only the second time since since Expo that I played it. Scott, our, our uh, Scott from the show, he played it and didn't hate it. Wow. That's almost like he, he said, it's definitely better than Hobbit and Wizard of Oz. So that's that's like a glowing recommendation there. That's about as good as you're going to get. Oh, my. Oh, my. So I think he, he liked that. Oh, they also had the Attack from Mars. The new, the new ones. The remake. The remake yes. with the humongous screen. Man, that's a big I like screen. that screen. I actually like the new, the saucers, the like the, the gray color they used instead of the, the original color. But you can get it in the original color, I think, if you get this the regular version. Yeah, and I've, I've, seen, I've seen those gray versions before, like before this game ever came out, like as an option. I'm trying to remember where I saw them. But I know I've seen, I've seen Attack from Mars where people had replaced them with that that color. Yeah, I think it's a mod or something. Yeah, I think it's a mod. 
yeah, I mean, it was an enjoyable show. We met most of the Slam crew was there. Yep. Which I highly recommend you check out our video on YouTube. We've even beaten one of our prior guests. Yeah, Scott, who talks shit all the time about how he's going to kick our asses and beat us and all this stuff. So he played he played you, Bruce. What 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 exactly happened there? We were playing like a two out of three series. How how'd that go? And I was victorious. Of course you were. And, but the only game he beat me on was a countdown with no tilt. And oh my god, he was moving this thing around like it was a toy doll. Well, Scott's a pretty big dude. He is a very big dude. So Scott who? Not the Scott that I bought the TS. PP from no the, the no. mysterious Scott. I, I I like to not use his last name. Keeps the mystery. Okay. Yeah, but if you watch the video, you'll see me pointing at him in the video. Oh oh yeah, you, you and you recognize his voice if you listen to him on on the show. So then then he, after you beat him, as I'm filming him, he called me a chicken. Yes, he did. So we went off and played our little series, which I won, <laughs> defeating him um, two games to one. I, I believe uh, was I'm trying to remember the games we actually played. I beat him on F14 Tomcat, and I lost at I can't remember which game, <laughs> and then beat him at Future Spa. Handily, I may add, as he tilted away his final ball. Well, anger, anger tilted after draining, which you can see everything on that video. You can see my my flawless victory. You can see the Slam crew we had. Scott was there. Tim, Tim Balls, Tim Sexton was there. Steve yep. Bowden was there. One of the three Eric Russells was there. Yep. Stephanie Guida was there. Frank. Frank Guida. Her father. father. It, just a ton of the Slam crew was in force. And. And. And the best thing happened there. Um, I won a $25 gift certificate, The Rock Fantasy. <laughs> Yes, you did. <laughs> and yes, I had you to did. go find Mr. Keeler and show him my victory. Leaders to say he was he was not too happy. <laughs> did you win it or was it gifted to you because uh we'll just say it was one because it makes it sound better and bigger for me. I gotcha. But I gave I gave it away to Mr. Eric Russell. I was gonna say you can edit that part out if you want. Nope. Where you we leave it all. We don't edit that much in this thing, do we? Surely not. Surely not. There's no editing whatsoever ever done. Ever done. Stop calling me Shirley. Yes, Shirley. I'll call you actually instead. Actually. Actually, Bruce. Bruce Nightingale. Yeah, Eric might actually put that to good use. Yes, he might. (laughs) (laughs) But, uh, yep, so I got to start collecting parts for Fathom. That's the big thing for me. What did you you think of the show, Jason? Yes, I did. I got it at the show. I did not know that. Um, It's a project, like, the centaur was uh well that center is beautiful so thank you thank you all right so i thought the show was really good um i love that event in particular out of all the shows that i go to it's got a nice tournament that doesn't take you know you can go play it but it, it doesn't keep you like stuck in the tournament the whole show so you can still experience the show they have the awesome uh farmer's market across the uh the way there and they have some really good food there so that's nice and yep. uh they always have all the new games uh, so I, I really thought Houdini was really cool. I like that they're only doing one edition of the Houdini. So you just, they make it, you buy it. I think we should, you know, have more of that. Um, yes. Instead of like 100 different editions and the people get confused and it probably ends up driving up the cost of the games. And I you know, I played Dialed In again. I played that um, somewhere else. 
the kid. Oh, I played it at Papa for the charity event. But yeah, I like dialed in. It looks actually, it, it's a fun playing game. It's a little confusing, but I'm sure uh, once I learn the rules, it won't be too bad. And I did play the attack from Mars. I thought that was really good. I didn't get a chance to play alien, but uh, I saw it and it, it looked kind of cool. I'm not a big fan of the, uh, the, the, how, how the back boxes look and stuff, but the, the play field looked interesting. And uh, I guess the one complaint that I heard was that the, that the, you know how the, the alien's mouth has like the little baby mouth. It's supposed to be like a magnet or something that draws the ball. And I guess that's not working. Yeah, it's still uh, not working. Yeah, so that, that was the complaint. But it looked interesting. And uh, the modular thing's kind of cool. So Now, um, I actually noticed towards the end of the day, the second day, Saturday, the display started having glitches a little bit, like like a hard drive was failing or something in that alien. Are you sure that's not the effect? Because they, no, they, it no, does no. that. It does like a little effect with the screen. No, even during the scoring, it was doing the glitching. I thought it did that naturally. I know what you're talking about. It it does a weird thing with the graphics where it looks like it's it, it's going to die. Yeah. yeah but but it's, it's glitched in between a little bit more than normal. Because in the beginning, it wasn't doing it. In the beginning, I was right by it almost half the time. So. All right. I was gonna. I was just gonna mention Alien. I did notice when it was being played. I didn't get a chance to play, but I noticed someone someone hit the left ramp, and sure enough, it it came down, and did not go in the end lane. Just bounced off and bounced way off course, and so it looks like that's still an issue, or maybe that's the deal. You just hit the left ramp, and the ball's gonna go where it goes, like Pachinko. I guess. Interesting concept. You just hit the ramp, and we're going to drop it in the vicinity of the slingshot, and we'll see what happens. Oh, my. Oh, my. So, uh, yeah, dialed in was there, so you, you yep. finally got to play it. What'd you think? I thought it was pretty good. I, I liked it, but Kathy loved it. She fell right in love with it. And uh, now it's going to be a race between me and Ron. What does that mean? It's a race. How is that? Okay, why is it a race? Because who gets theirs first? Oh, you're getting one. I'm getting one. You're getting one. After all yes. this stuff, getting uh, making fun of me when I'm gonna get, now you're gonna get one. Well, wait a sec, hold on. When did you order yours? Uh, right after Expo. Okay, so you ordered yours in November, right? Uh, yeah. Yep, November. I ordered mine in May. From the same distributor, I believe. Different distributor. Oh. Did you order it from Joe? Yeah. Okay, I didn't know that. Pinstar Amusements. Okay, I thought you maybe ordered it from uh, from uh, Automated. Nope. I did play it at Automated, but I, I got it from Joe. I mean, it really, it's, it's it's what is it, half a one, half dozen, whatever the hell that expression is, because it's the same price. You yes, know, exactly. It's, it's not like... It's not like the old days, you know, with the Stearns where you, you, you know, you shop or well, even now you shop around, you get the best price. I mean, Jersey Jack game is going to cost what a Jersey Jack game costs. But I just find that hilarious. After all your riding me on this, you got one too. And you will almost certainly you're going to get it before me now. You know, of that. course I will. Of course, of course I will. will. Of course you will. Because I've known Joe from now. I've known Joe. Well, the good thing is, good thing is I'm six months behind him. So even if he wins and he gets it before me, he I still have six months to catch up to him. Okay. <laughs> it only took me three years to get my Hobbit, so I mean, three. I know, well, that was, <laughs> have fun waiting. <laughs> well, no, the good thing is I went through the distributor's time. 
Because last two times I went through Jersey Jack and got the old weight and thumb up the old bunghole. This time I'm going through a distributor. I know Joe for a while, so. Oh, that's right. You ordered a, um, a Wizard of Oz, right? And my Hobbit. <laughs> so this is yes. attempt number three to actually procure a, a uh, Jersey Jack pinball machine. Okay. But wait a second. Wait a second. No, no, no. Hold on. I actually took home a Jersey Jack pinball machine this weekend. Uh, okay. <laughs> and it was a dialed in I took home. Uh, okay. So how does this work? That well, was actually true. It is that Jason and Eric <laughs> both helped me. And let's just say... You only dropped it once. Oh, no. Oh, no. It gets even funnier. It gets even better. So, uh... We break the machine down at 8 o'clock on Saturday, and we're bringing back one for Buffalo Pinball. Ah, which was mentioned in last week's episode. Yes, it was. I grabbed it, wrapped it up, and my car, I have a, I have a Subaru Forester. I can fit any pinball machine in it. Almost any pinball machine in it. The dialed-in is a little bigger. How is it a little... It's it's literally... It's basically like a Williams-style cabinet. Yeah. Okay. It's taller. It's taller. Two inches. Hmm. These to say, I pushed it into the car, broke the back seat, ripped up the headliner, but I got it in. Good job. Nice to see your priorities are in order. Well, the good thing was, I didn't have a vehicle to bring it back with if I didn't get it in the car. Dad already left two hours before me with the Ooh, trailer. Ooh, okay. So, so now do you see the dilemma. Hmm. And it is a heavy son of a bitch. Were you able to fix and, your car? Oh, yeah. I, I fixed the back uh, the back seat. There's a plastic piece between the rear seats and the main back body. That broke, and I fixed that. I had to re-glue two pieces. The roof liner, I can't do anything about that. So that's ripped and worn away pretty good and deformed a little bit. Hopefully it changes. I haven't opened the sunroof yet, so hopefully i you know be able to open the sunroof. <laughs> I'm just picturing this in my head. It'll fit, damn it! Ugh. Actually, we were pushing. <laughs> it's pretty much how it happened. It actually is pretty much how it happened. And it finally went in. Oh my. Oh my. But I got to play a lot of Houdini at the end of the show. So uh, Yeah, it was... Um, I thought it was surprisingly um, enjoyable. At least for me. Yeah. Um, had some fairly tight shots, especially like the, the one lock shot. Yep. But it had this multi multi stage lock thing where you hit this really tight shot, it goes up to like a eject hole, which fires it down to another to a catapult, which then fires it into a trunk. Which I, I love that. I, I I want more multi stage crap. Yes. Like the multi stage kickback and roller games. And one coil you know, one fires it in one position, then it fires it again. I want more of rock, that pinball. Rock, rock, rock and roller, roller games. games. See, roller games had it going on. It it just it's just the greatest. It was ahead of its time. It was ahead of its time. Dual stage kickback. I've yet to see that since. Yes. But I I enjoyed it. It had, I mean, it still it had the same issue it had at Texas, where every so many games they'd have to make sure they reboot it, otherwise it would lock up. So I noticed they were still doing that. But and what did you think of Aerosmith LE or Aerosmith at the Upper Playfield? Did you play that? Uh, I played that at Papa. Okay, and? Yeah, I like it. I, I, I'm pretty good. Oh, first John. <sighs> first John. First John. So I, I, liked, I liked the upper play field. 
I don't know okay. if it's two thousand dollars worth of upper play field, but because that's really the only difference between that and the um, just the pro armor. Well, uh, no, the the, the premiums even have armor anymore. I don't think so. I do not they think have so. Different color. They have different color. Yeah, but they don't have like the armor, like the 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 old style. You know that filled that that's the entire flipper button area that that goes in. That, they don't do that anymore. Only if Steve Ritchie does the game. So if you look back and you notice, only the Steve Ritchie games lately. ACDC, Star Trek. Yeah, game of Thrones. Yep. Yep. Well, that's because I care about you. Actually, the Game of Thrones may not have. I could uh, be I think it did. I remember seeing okay. side armor on that. Because it's not round. It's, it's, it's not, square. It's, it's not round. Long. It's, it's like square. Yeah. Play better. Get ready for Star Wars. I oh, think they're we don't, scared to tell Steve Ritchie no. I would be. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. All my games sell. Bite me. Okay, so the premium does not have Yeah, I'm pretty sure it ringlets yeah. around it. Yeah. Yes. But the LE does. Mm-hmm. And on this one, I think the LE and the premium have the same artwork. Usually the premium and the LE have a different artwork, but I think nope, it's the same different, dif- different. Oh, same Spider- color then. Same color, different artwork. Gotcha. The premium has black wings. Well, the LE has gold wings. What one of your favorite games, Bruce? Gold wings. <laughs> gold no. wings. They had one at the show. Yes, they did. It's probably the same one that was there last year. <laughs> yeah, probably. A lot of other turds also. Which you can see in our YouTube video. So go to YouTube and search for Slam Till Podcast. Can I plug that anymore? I don't think so. No, you can. Oh. Uh, and I'm going to plug something else. Oh, so we have our. First, we have our sponsor that's not paying. Flipper Fidelity, saving pinball from bad sounds one machine at a time. Website is www.flipperfidelity.com. He's a friend of uh, mine and Ron's. We both bought bought games from him, and also from Jason's also bought games from him. Yeah, can I tell you that, uh, and this is a shameless plug, but I wasn't told to do this. Um, He's like my favorite person I've ever bought a game from, like... Super nice guy. I met him for the first time at Allentown. I didn't, you know, I actually said hi to him. I didn't even know what he looked like, but uh, pleasure to deal with. He always responds to you fast. Um, Good pricing. I mean, helped me with an issue that I had. He kept in contact, so I would highly recommend him. But luckily, you haven't had many issues with other pinball machines you own, right? Uh, Yeah. Well, well, before we get into that, I actually do use his products. When you play my Dirty Harry... I got the Flipper Fidelity uh, kit in there, almost almost strictly because I wanted to hear the do 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 and the super loops, which although it's a kind of a crappy mode, which isn't worth much, and you just drain, the music's awesome. Since he's taking care of us, all of us, I now I'm going to start helping him out with uh, his business. He does sell pinball machines, and he also sells Flipper uh, sound kits and LED panel lights, and uh, wood plastic adapters, volume controls. Plus, he also sells the mods for Stern, plus Stern Machines. So, so let me, uh, I, I didn't get that. What, what was that website again? Flipperfidelity.com. Okay. Definitely. Mike's a great guy. We like giving out free plugs. He's taking care of us, so we're going to take care of him. And hair plugs for Bruce. Hair plugs for me. And if you mention the show, you pay 10% more? Yes, you pay yeah, 10% more. Yeah, you pay more. 10% more. <laughs> So, so what were you, what were you saying, Bruce? Jason has issues with machines. Yeah, one machine in particular. 
Jason. Um, <laughs> so, well, I've had pretty good luck with doing box games minus one. And uh, first off, I'll just say that I'm not uh, a technician or a mechanic by any means. I'm sure Bruce can attest to that. Um, I'm actually his technician. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Whoever I can get over my house, really. But Bruce has always been good when it comes to that. But, uh, yeah, I've been having some problems with my uh, MMR uh, going back to – I was one of the first people to get it, I think. I think we're talking two years ago, maybe. Yep. And it's still not quite perfect. So I've been going back and forth with them, and uh, they actually have been pretty good as far as – um, you know, talking to me and sending me parts and stuff, but we just can't quite figure out uh, what's causing the issue with the screen tearing. So I'll be playing it, and uh, the screen will just kick out. It'll go to like, it'll look like snow, like on an old school TV, and then it'll go to like a green screen, and then eventually it'll cut back in. Um, replace just about everything you can think of in the game, except the power supply. So. I'm still working on that. I think the ticket's been open for like 700 days or something like that. Bummer. I know. It's been very frustrating. I haven't been home a lot. So to to my, you know, a lot of the it's on me because I haven't been super responsive. Sometimes they send me something. I don't get it put in for like a month or so. So that has slowed it down. But it would be nice to have a fully working MMR. It would be Uh, like me. Yes. I know. You didn't have any. Well, you had a, a few issues with yours, but yours was. Relatively, one switch. Yeah. yeah, one switch. Yeah. That was it. So they actually just emailed me when I was at the Allentown show, wanted to know how everything was going, and uh, they just sent me a new ribbon cable. And then the funny thing is, if this ribbon cable fixes it, I'm going to like kick myself because you know we could have had this fixed two years ago. That would be a bummer. a bummer. I know it would be a good thing, but it would be a bad thing because it's such a small part to to not. You know, I've reseated it like a hundred times, but maybe the cable's just bad. Zach bought a project at Allentown. Didn't he buy like four games? No, he bought a Whirlwind Cabinet. He bought a uh, Demo Man project. That was a really big project, and he's going to start working on that soon. But he's coming over tomorrow. We're going to work on Viking 2. Viking 2, Electric Boogaloo? Yes, my number two Viking. We're going to work on that. Because just one Viking is not enough. Never enough. He got a Mars truck, too, didn't he? He did. He's had it for a little while, but uh, yeah, it's now at uh, Wizards Pinball in Syracuse. Yes, I saw that. I'm going to have to go down and play it. Yes, it's a fun game. It's a really fun game. And plus, there's also a pistol poker there now at the old uh, Wizards Pinball. That might have been the best deal of the show, I think. What? The, the, the pistol poker. There was one there. They wanted like 2500 It looked like it was in pretty good shape. It's not a fun game. <laughs> Pistol poker. It's fun for a while. Yeah, first time you put a quarter in it and then you're done. Wow. Wow. It's pretty bad. Well, they did have a rescue 911 there. Yeah. You were very happy to play that. Oh, yeah. The copter worked in everything. Well, luckily, it was next to my one of my favorite games of all time High Roller Casino. Ah. Uh, and all this can be seen in the video that we have on YouTube. Yes, it is. <laughs> Anything else with Allentown? I thought the tournament. It should be just one big tournament for both yeah, days. Yeah, the, the thing, the, I talked There's to him about that. There's not enough time for anybody else. But they, they, they said the issue is some people are only there one day. Guess what? If they want to be there one day, that's their, that's their thing. 
Not a problem at all. Well, the crazy thing is, I see. I got there. I had to give uh, Scott's turd to him. So Scott, mm. Scott has his turd. Finally, I got that out of my vehicle, and I, I got to a tournament area around I don't know two two thirty, and you needed to play like four games to qualify. I got two games in. That was it. I, ne- I never even got to play the third game. So that that sucked, especially when the first game I played was Futures File, which I had a third third high score on it for that day. So who knows what would have happened, but didn't didn't get a chance. I guess it's my, my deal. But, man, I would have had to have been there right when they opened and started playing it to get, like, because you can get a max of eight entries in. Nobody did. Nobody did. I think Eric, he was there almost right when they opened or or soon after, and he, he, I think he got three in. Yeah. No, we got we got there about one o'clock. I don't know what time they started the tournament, the but we got there. It was twelve. Okay. But from twelve to one, you could have played easily three tickets. The line really started to get long right about <laughs> when we got there because I got my first two tickets done in under an hour, and then my second two tickets, I barely got in in an hour and a half. So the lines definitely started getting longer. So, folks, if you want to play at the Allentown tournament on Friday, you better get there early. Each day. Well, the second the second day is not quite as bad because they have usually have more games in play. And what you'll find is like the last hour, the queues are next to nothing because everyone has blown through their eight entries. Yeah, the problem was two games broke down. So instead of having eight games, they had six games. Yeah, what broke the Pink Panther broke down. And an old EM. I forget what it was called. Yeah, I can't remember. But the um, – I'm trying to think of the tournament winners – I, I can't recall either of their names. I apologize. I can but tell you on day one, Steve Bowden was second, and um, Timmy Sexton was third. And it was the guy that, that won only had three tickets in. So he made the finals with only three tickets, and he ended up winning. Yeah, I think he had a first on something. I think he was from Connecticut, but I can't remember his name. And then Saturday, um, I I don't know. I, Tim Tim didn't make it to the finals. Steve Bowden actually didn't qualify. I thought that was a misprint when I saw no. he wasn't when I saw he wasn't there, like, oh, he must not have played all his entries yet. And then I looked under his name and it said eight entries played, like, wow. You know, the the scoring was kind of weird. So the way that the scoring worked is you really needed to have a top three score pretty much to make the finals. The points went down significantly after each game until you got to about like ninth or tenth place on a game, and then it went down, you know, by factors of like one or two. Um, I have the scoring sheet somewhere or the point system somewhere, but not in front of me right now. But it was like 100 and then 91 and then I think it was 82 and then 73. It went down like nine points every game. It was interesting. Yeah, it's the same same format they've done the last couple of years. Yeah, overall, I mean, I, I the only thing I bought at the show was glass. Like I said, I saw I that. To get, yeah, I got like three sheets of glass. Uh, did my usual perusing around looking for um, my my stern flipper bats that I always go around looking for. Uh, did not find anything. I did consider there there was a stern Dracula playfield in the flea market. Yeah, I saw that I thought, too. But I, I kind of wanted to buy it as one piece, but it was one of those like, what do you want off of it? Yeah, deals. I saw that too. I, I would have rather just like take the whole know, thing. Yeah, around. here's fifty bucks. Here's that. Whatever. I here. I want the whole playfield. Just because, just for the parts, and a lot of the project games in, are in there were kind of steep. I thought, 
some of them. Some, some were, some weren't. Some, some weren't, some weren't. It, I saw, and this is, this is when you know you've been doing this too long, you can just identify games just by side art, like alone, like old games. Like I see a stern catacomb sitting there, like, ooh, you know, see that? Too often. And it was 2300 and it already sold. Wow. So it, it depends on, it's definitely supply and demand. Meteor, there's lots of meteors out there, so had a hard time selling those. But man, that catacomb, that sold immediately. It sold Friday. There was a, was a free fall there also that sold fast. And there was a blackjack there. Yep. That hung around till almost the end. I had dibs on I could have gotten that one, but it, the cabinet but the cabinet was rough. No, the cabinet was great. The door was great. Everything was great except for the play field. So Scott bought it. Our own Scott. He's going to pull out the stuff and swap it all around and get me a good one and sell it back to me. So Blackjack will hopefully be in my future. Okay. I still didn't get my Dragon Fist. Where's my Dragon you got fist? The fist? You got the Fist all right. Wow. Look at my notes for Allentown. That's that's about it. It's a great show. Probably one of the better Allentowns I think I've been to. Check it out. If you're going to go, plan on staying Thursday night, Friday night, and if you're really tired, Saturday night. Ron was ready to play it, stay Saturday night, but he didn't. No, no, I had a. Well, we usually stay Saturday night and leave Sunday morning, but you know, it's like five o'clock. Everyone's leaving. It's like, you know, why am I staying here? Why am I going to stay over, overnight? I wasn't that tired. Yeah, it's like three and a half hour drive. So I just we just drove home. Last two hours, of course, were in a downpour. I yep. just did not stop. I think we were we were driving with the rain. We were we were in the storm and following the storm. Hmm. That sucked. That sucked. The, the the weather was not good. But that's one nice thing about the flea market is indoors. It doesn't really matter, and you could pull your vehicle up right to mm-hmm. the garage door or whatever if you need to get stuff out. So we liked Houdini. We liked Dialed In. Well, you obviously really liked Dialed In. Yeah. Well, I didn't buy it. She did. She really liked Dialed In. So I, I wanted to mention this last week, and I forgot. But the uh, on a sad note, the Pinball Wizards Arcade in New Hampshire closed its doors at the end of April. Mm, yeah, sad, sad day. That had been rumored for quite some time, so it wasn't really a surprise. But originally they were talking about like it would be open till the end of May, but that announcement nope. came out, and boom, that was it. Sad, sad day. It's sad. So there going to be some games for sale or what? Uh, supposedly. Supposedly. Who knows what the pricing is going to be, but yes. So they, they lost Lanes and Games and Pinball Wizards Arcade in like a year. Yeah, that sucks. That hurts. So, Jason, you've won a big tournament in the past couple months. Tell us about your victory. Oh, yeah. So... Yeah, I think you guys talked about it last week, but I did win the Buffalo Pinball Open, I guess that's what it's called. Yeah, it's the Spring and, Open. Uh, spring Open. And I uh, dethroned Bruce as the defending champion, I believe. Two-time. So, Two-time. Two-time. Uh, yeah, well. it was a good It was a good tournament. Um, I almost overslept and didn't make it out of the house on time, so luckily I got there before the tournament started. Um, you know, good selection of games. Uh, Nick always has... Has has a nice uh, assortment of games, like newer and older, so nice mix. Good competition, uh, a lot of good players there. I don't know what else to say. I uh, I played pretty consistent all day. I 
it got down to the last round and it for a second it looked like I was going to finish last on my last game, which was on Big Buck Hunter. And if that had happened, I would have missed the finals, even though I hadn't had a last place all day. So when I got up to my, my last ball, I really needed to start multi-ball like desperately and then hope that you know somebody made a mistake and I was able to get multi. Or uh, my multi-ball started, and I think I turned that into another multi-ball. Um, so I think I ended up with a little under $10 million, which isn't a great score, but... It was a lot better than the $2 million I was looking at. And then Zach did not beat me, so he was already in. So that worked out well. And then it looked like we might have another round, so I was like, oh, great, now I have to do this all over again the next round. And uh, Nick had one of his round-ending uh, balls where he just seems to go on forever. Um, so that was interesting. Yep. And uh, it worked out just perfectly, I think, right? He finished like right as... Like right, right at the time, but yeah, the problem right was the time. we couldn't submit it in time, so it actually was. Yeah, too- plus the last, there was a player behind him. He had a plunges ball. Yes, he did. Um, so that takes time. And it yep. just seems like it shouldn't happen this way, but it seems like every time in recent memory that the rounds are, the last round is always ending right when the time limit expires. It never ends like, you know, yeah. 10 minutes before, 10 minutes after. Like it's always like right on the dot. But this time it worked out really good, and the finals. I didn't, I guess I should have known this, but I didn't realize because I couldn't make the tournament last year that they were going to stream the finals right behind the games. Mm. So I was like the, I was like the only guy without a headset so I could hear every word they were saying. So that was kind of weird. And I was actually listening for strategy because uh, they, had some, <coughs> they had said some things I hadn't quite thought about. So um, I don't know if that really helped me or not, but it was, it could definitely be a distraction. So if you're going to play in that tournament next year, I would definitely bring some headsets for the finals. But, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, the way the house is set up, I don't think you could really – I don't know if you could stream upstairs or not. So there's you really no could. other way around it. Yeah, I guess you could. But uh, it was a lot of fun to play in, and, you know, I don't win too many tournaments. So uh, whenever I can win is a nice treat. Uh, I like to say, you know, like the blind squirrel finds a nut once in a while. So that's how there it feels go. sometimes. But, uh, yeah, and they uh, won another tournament that they ran in uh, Binghamton a couple years ago too. So I've had pretty yep. good luck in their tournaments. So, uh, Jay, do you know your ranking in IFPA right now? I do not. I 670. Think yeah. But that's before the weekend, so I'm hoping when that goes through, I'll be in the top 600. Maybe. Do you know your record against me? Um, do you think you have a winning record or losing record against me? I, I'm, pretty, I, I'm pretty sure it's like 15, 35, and 1. Well, that's without me looking right now, so I might be off by a couple. You are off by a couple, but yes, you have lost. How about against Ron? Ron, it's a dismal. It's like 422 and 1. Yeah, 422 and 2. Oh, that was close. But I, I think I beat him this I beat him this weekend, so uh Yeah, he beat me this week. I like I like Bruce's technique. Get guest on the show and then just go over statistics on how we've kicked his ass at pinball. Now, who's the best player you've beaten up on? Jay? Beaten up on? You've beaten this person the m- most times. Oh, what do you think that would be? Probably Dave Cohen. You got it. <laughs> Poor Dave. And you Poor know what's Dave. funny is uh, Joel, this is the first tournament that he actually beat me. If you look at my thing, I was like 24-0 and against him, and he beat me in the Friday tournament. He ruined my streak. It always is, happens. Yeah, Ron, for like the first 18 tournaments, I could never finish higher than Ron for some reason. But lately, it's been a little bit different. You're playing better. That's a good thing. Playing better. 
Play better. Play better. Yeah. I have been, I, you know, I've always been pretty consistent, but usually, you know, if I make the finals, that's pretty good. But lately, I've been doing a little bit better. And Steve Bowden posted t- today on Fun With Bonus the challenge we have, Ron, against the Bro Crew. The Bro Crew. So that was very nice of Steve posting about that and talking about that. Not just for glory and IFPA points, but for honor. What is that? I haven't heard about that. We challenged the Bro Boys against uh, for a, a match against Podcast. Podcast versus Podcast. So is it Nick and Nick and Kevin Nick. against you two? Yeah, you got it because there's the one it. podcast. Who are you putting you know, your money on, Jay? You know that's a pretty good match, I'll have to say, but uh, and it's pretty close. But I, I would probably have to give the slight edge to you guys. We're gonna be in their home woods. Yeah, it depends on the game. If they're picking like Big Buck Hunter, I don't know. I don't know. That, uh, that I still give you guys the edge a little bit. I would say I don't know how many games you guys are playing, but two to one or three to two or something like that. Uh, Bruce, how many times have you played Big Buck Hunter? Oh, a lot. I might have played it once or twice in my life. Luckily, you have somebody who knows what to tell you what to do. Okay. Hit the buck? No, stack the multi-balls for sure. Oh, okay. It's the best thing to do. Not the the one in the mid, that stupid duck shot, too, because that's kind of stupid. You go for elk, and then you go for the duck after that, and then you go for the buck. And you go for Aflac? Aflac! Aflac! But you got to do them in a certain order. I think you got to get yes. the buck first, then the elk. The buck, then the elk. See, I'm, I'm, I'm already lost. Bucks, elks, uh, birds. Of a feather flock together. Yeah. Speaking of contests, we have the uh, we have some names for a tournament. Will you want to go to the mail ball bag? What? Oh god. Okay, we'll go to the mail ball bag. <laughs> yes. See. All right. It's finally catching on. Sean says, uh, still thinking of real suggestions, so I guess he's not entirely serious <laughs> with this, but uh, Bruce would appreciate the male ball bag bash. Woohoo! No. No, we're not Ugh. calling it that. We're not calling it star either, because that's dumb. Man, oh man, you're just beating us all up. It's star. Come on. How about tools on film, Scott said? To- Scott, yeah, tools on film. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, how, how did it go, Scott? This tool beat your tool. I'm the hammer. You're the nail. Boom. Ugh. Boom shakalaka. Boom shakalaka. Oh, my. Let's see. Uh, yeah, I believe this is Eric Russell number two. He says, nice, quick episode, guys. Thanks for the kind words about the Western New York League night, Bruce. Yes, they disagree with you on one thing. Parks and Rec was a great sitcom. Oh, One of God, his all-time terrible. favorites. And Chris Pratt's character, Andy, was hilarious. The role made his career. Terrible. I didn't even like... Gar- wait a second, wait a second. I didn't even like Guardians of the Galaxy 2. I am the biggest Marvel nut out there. I still have comic books and everything out there. It sucked. It really did suck. You're the minority from what I've heard, but I have, yeah, to, well, I have to say I'm it. Like- and Bruce was absolutely right about the Australian wind instrument. Aha! Which is di- Dicker? No, sorry. Did Didger Adu? Yep. Digger Adu. Digger Adu. See, I am right once in a while. So, do more than one Eric Russell like um, 
actually send you mail, or is it just the same one? Actually, a couple of emails. <laughs> he does a couple of emails. There, the, oh. the, the, the gimmick is there's three because there's the actual Eric Russell. Then there's the Eric Russell that Bruce thought was another yes. Eric Russell because he sent it from his 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 work, work email. Work email. Oh. So Bruce read the entire letter like, I can't believe this guy's named Eric Russell too. And at the end, it's like, Bruce, th- that is Eric Russell. So he turned Fuck. that into a gimmick. And then on the uh, IFPA, he's Eric Russell CNY because there's another Eric Russell. So he had to put yeah. the CNY in there. So, so there's three Eric Russells. Yeah, that's been an issue for a while with uh, the other Eric stealing his points. Tools on film. Oh, I see the uh, email. Yes, tools on film. Thanks, Scott. Thanks a lot. So uh, I'll get the next. It's a message. All right. From Aaron Nichols. He, we actually met him out in uh, Arcade Expo. And uh, his comment was... Uh, he has a new Facebook page. They're doing DIY videos for um, for pinball, and they're doing uh, it's called Brotherhood of Pinball, and it's on Facebook. So you go to Facebook www.facebook.com forward slash Brotherhood of Pinball. Check them out. They still love us. Keep the podcast coming. That I actually watched one of them, and it was really good. Wonder it's kind of close to Bros, though. Is that like trademarked or? No, no, there's no, there's no trademarking. I doubt there was a bro trademark at this point. Nope, the brother. I wouldn't be surprised. Uh, man, yeah, bro. What up, bro? How's it going, What's bro? What's up, bro? Yeah, no, bro. bro. Got another uh, email here. This is Jason from New Jersey. Hey guys, enjoy Pinfest and saying hello in person. I like Bruce. I like Bruce's. I'd buy that segment of the show and would like to share. Try to buy that with you guys. He was the second person to call a lady selling her taxi machine for seven hundred dollars. She was a very nice person. I told her she needed to delete her ad with her phone number on it, otherwise she was gonna get bombarded with calls all day. So and then he sent a picture of the taxi. Guessing it was nice. It was typical, you know, non pinhead setting is just like one picture, blurry, glass on, of course, from a distance, so you really can't see anything. And it doesn't even look like the game is on in the picture. He has a PS there also. Yep, PS. Bruce at Pinfest, I think you misunderstood what I said to you about Gottliebs. I asked you if you walked around and kicked all the Gottliebs at the show. No, I kicked their asses all the show. I crushed Gottliebs. Including Rescue 911. Oh, you love Rescue 911. See, do you have no. any uh, any more messages? Nope. All right, so I'll go to the next, the next emails from Eric. Not, not Eric Russell. This is Eric with a K. FYI, I am 99% sure that Highway has done away with the option for the small LCD in the back box and replaced it with the large LCD. So your options would be no LCD in Translate or the LCD with the small logo graphic below. Yes. It actually was still an option on the Alien. I found a post from him from 2016 stating it was still going to be there, and then he changed it halfway through 2016. So I was a little behind the times. But originally when Alien came out, it was an option. See, that's why they need to keep it to one machine, you know? It gets too confusing. Oh, no, terrible. we need we need Hobbit, Hobbit LE, Hobbit the Black Arrow, Hobbit the Hobbit White Smog. Arrow, Hobbit the Super Smog, Mega Smog, 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 whatever it's called. We have another uh, suggestion for a tournament name. Yes. By Sean, uh, the, this, 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 one, this one I like. Ready? Mm-hmm. It's the Stomp Tournament. 
Stomp standing for Slam Tilt Oh My Pinball Tournament. I think we got it. I think that would be it. I like that. That's pretty good. Stop. I like that. So it's the Slam Tilt Oh My Pinball Tournament. And we do have to get like a life-size cardboard thing of George George Decay. I I bet you could probably find one on eBay. The winner gets their picture next to George Decay. Yes, I like that. Oh my! Thank you, Sean. You might be using that sucker. Mm Mm-hmm. I wonder how much time he spent figuring that out. Hopefully a lot, because that means he's more for us. <laughs> you guys should send him like an autographed picture or something. We could. You should start doing that. There's one more email. Um. Oh, yeah. Is it the one that literally just came in as we're recording? As we're recording, it just came in. Actually, you want to save it till, for next week just because I haven't really nope. read it? Nope. You can read it. I'm reading it right now. It okay, go so ahead. Good. No, you can read it. You read a lot better than me because you make fun of my way I talk. I, I make fun of the way you talk. How do you, how do you talk, Bruce? What, what do I, I talk make? very ebonics when it comes to some things, and e- then very e-bonics. blank, broken in English, and very and very stuttery e- sometimes. But I can try again. You know, I'm just the co-host here, not the host. Okay. Pinball Princess came in. Pinball Princess has a message for Slam and yes. Tilt. Go for it, yes. Bruce. I'll let you take this one. I spent the day debating whether to write in, since I've once again fallen behind a bit on the podcast. Currently listening to episode 40, BMX, while writing this. It feels a bit silly to me to write about while I'm not caught up, so I won't write a full thousand-word email. But don't worry. I already have the rambling voice memos on my phone. Something as lengthy as I am... as I am short, will probably find its way into your in, in, in your inbox. That was very funny. Yes. Nice joke. So she said, for now, I would like to thank you once again for having me on the podcast. I know I sound like a broken record, but I truly enjoyed the experience, and I'm grateful for the chance to hang out with you. We loved hanging out with her at the show and also on the podcast. Great. We got a lot of good feedback from her. Side note, hangout just made me think of certain genitalia that way. It may not be associated with the male segment. Male as an M-A-I-L segment. That is may or may not be included. I'm glad I'm so mature. Sarcasm, sarcasm, sarcasm. That's why we like her. I like to say that great seeing two of us at Allentown. Not sarcasm, not sarcasm, not sarcasm. And no, I clean. I clearly cannot say thanks again for having me on a podcast. And it was great seeing you at Allentown. Now on to episode 41, Nick loves Aerosmiths. So she's going to read, regardless of price, there's pretty much no way I'm buying it, but my friend sent me this. Would We would check on the would or would we not buy this? I'm looking at it right now, waiting for it to come up. Yes, there's there's a PS, and then there's a PPS, then a PPS, and a PPPS. Oh my God, I didn't even get that far. <laughs> oh yeah. You can read it. You can read PPS, that yes, it. I did get lazy and quote my own email on the subject. It's sorry if this is too late for such a monumental episode as the answer to life, the universe, and everything. And please excuse the shitty writing style. I'm banging this out on the fly, and I'll just live with the innuendo. Oh my. Clearly too good too good a writing style to be on this on this podcast. Yes, definitely. She is really she's a great auteur. So who is this person? Do I know this person? You know uh, her. She's you, you played in. Uh, you know her. What's her name? Up- Steph. Steph. She played. Oh in the yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I know her. I thought you said her her email address first, so that's why I didn't know oh, you were yeah. talking. So what what do we got, Bruce? 
So would, would would we buy that? Oh, it's from a Facebook Ooh, wait a sec. marketplace ad. Uh oh. George Sakai life size. So he's not even he's dressed as normal. Oh god, not you're, like you're still looking at that. I'm yeah, looking. I'm looking great. at her. What would we buy that? It's a pinball machine in Suffern, yes, New York. Derby. Which I'm demolition derby. It's like a. What would you classify this as? As like, it's like an old like a Sears special. Like, yeah. Like a Montgomery okay, Ward or something like the kind of pinball machine you would see in there. We need donations for one thing, guys. Forty-five twenty-five is the life-size George Takai cardboard cutout. Stands up. Where is this at? This is eBay? It is on eBay. Ugh. Plus $25 shipping, so it's like $70 for George. Oh my, am I not worth it? Oh, you are, George. This is scintillating for uh, Jason here, listening to this, I'm sure. Yes, it is. <laughs> but uh, that's the end of the mail ball bag this time. It has been spent and fully emptied. The mail ball bag has been emptied. We've finally caught up on mail. Repairs, Ron, did you do any repairs? On my Harlem Globetrotters, the 6,000 bonus light was out. After troubleshooting, it turns out it's the board. Oh, great, so you got to do some transistors. Oh, well, it's the friggin' Alltech board. The light board? Yes. Lamp, oh, Lamp my. board, yeah, oh my. It's like, are you kidding, really? It's a board issue. Yep. You sure? Yep. Well, let's put it this way, it's either the transistor is out, or the header pins are need to be resoldered or something because or, it's the or board. Maybe it's, or maybe it's the the other end. What do you mean the it's other the end? Push on, the push on to the board. Not the pins themselves, but the actual connector. It's it's possible. Yeah. But the thing is, I I swapped it with another. I swapped it with another board, and it works and it fine. Works. Then I swapped it back, and it doesn't work. So if it was a even if it was a connector, I would think the act of moving other stuff all around, I could at least jiggle a connector and get the thing to work. And I repin the one, I repin the actual wire that goes to the socket. Made no difference. Hits the board. Other than that, I, I have done nothing. Okay, I uh, put together the Viking two and found I have no five volts. I had five volts because it all tech worked on it from when I was there, but now it does not have five volts, so now I have to rebuild and replace with another uh, transformer uh, board on the Viking. The rectum board. Be project. Get it right. The yeah. rectum board. Rectifier board. And uh, that was about it. Since we were, we had uh, the show this past week. There wasn't much repairing except for. Eventually, I'll get the fathom downstairs. And start evaluating parts. So let's get to games you like, games you hate. Yes, sir. So Jason will be joining us on this segment. This is my favorite segment of the show, by the way. Everyone loves this. Everyone loves this. Game I hate. It's a Stern. Hmm. New Stern. Okay. Yeah, baby. Austin Powers? Oh, I hate that fucking really? game. Really? Uh, I, 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 I'm I okay it. with we it. Have, we, have, we have one on our location in Rochester. Yeah, it's pulling my fingernails out of my freaking hands. Just but get it over with. They used, I mean, it's been used so many times. I mean, they took the, the time tunnel and it's the ring. Then the, yeah. the other thing is the crossbow. They reused yeah. that, and the um, the Ironmonger, 
reuse that. So and the fat bastard with the toilet because they reused toilet. that from another game. So, so, far. so yeah. It sucks. What about the mini me spinner? I don't think that's ever been no. reused. Thank God. Well, it always was broken. Actually, ours works actually in Rochester. The one at Pop is not broken, but the game has some other issues. Some of the shots are really hard. Yeah, well, the one at Papa, they had it in A at some point and bastardized it for A play and never put it back. <laughs> I noticed, so whenever I would play it, it would be so obscenely hard. It's like, holy crap, I don't remember this game being this hard. That's the experience I had this year when yep. I tried to play it. Mm-hmm. So what, what do you like, Bruce? I'm going old school Stern now. Cheetah. Okay, he's taking one of my former picks. I am, because it's a great game. And who knows when the, what the world might show us. Who knows what the world might show us. What does mm. that mean? Well, you'll have to just look in between the lines on that one. Look in between I the lines. I love Cheetah. It's like my I favorite Stern, probably. Or the old ones, at least. I showed Ron some pictures of uh, another Stern. Oh, yeah. And Ron, and Ron was quite impressed, I think, weren't you? Oh, I was impressed. Don't see too many of them, so it's always good to see one. Yep. But more to follow. More to follow on that. So uh, those are my two games. Cheetah just can't, you can't beat. You really can't. But if you do have one, make sure you get Scott's modified ROM for it. Otherwise, you'll be collecting bonus till the cows come home. Yes. All right, your turn, Jason. All right, so I've given this a lot of thought. Way much more than we do. Probably, (laughs) because you've run out of games to live and hate, but... As far as hate, I you know any pinball to me is pinball, so it's really hard for me to absolutely you know there's games that I like more than other games, but it's really hard for me to say I hate a game. But so I was thinking about games where they could have been a lot better, and they just like fell really short. So it was a it was a toss up, but I'm gonna have to say uh, Back to the Future. I don't know if you guys have used that one yet. Nope, that's a new one. So could have been like a great pinball machine. Uh, but I guess they had problems. They couldn't get the, use the likeness of Michael J. Fox, so that kind of looked kind of kind of corny on the back glass and on the on the play field. And the rules of the game kind of suck. And it's just got that big giant. I don't know what you call it, DeLorean shot or whatever. Yep. I mean, it's really bad when the game that's like you know ripping off Back to the Future is better than Back to the Future. So actually, the first first pinball machine with two songs on it. And one from ZZ Top. Huh? What the hell's from ZZ Top on Back to the Future? Back in time. It's actually when you get when you actually go to uh, 2015, it actually starts doing the Back in Time song. That's not from ZZ Top. That's Huey Lewis. No, yeah. I know that, but wait. The first song, uh, which is uh, the 1885 one, when you go back in time, they play the, uh, the ZZ Top song that they did in the, in the movie also. So there's actually three songs on that. If I remember correctly, let's go to the old IPDB. It featured Power Love, and it, and it featured Double Back by ZZ Top. Oh, yeah, that was from a, a later one. That was from the third one, I believe. Yep, thank you very much. And including the Alan Silvestri's orchestra theme. It was the first game with two songs on it. But it didn't have two Back Pumps. in Time, which you said it, it did. Back. Wrong. No, See, even when you're no, right, you're Power wrong. Power Love, wait. Game features three songs from the first movie and the third movie of the film series: "Power Love," "Back in Time" by Huey Lewis, and "Double Back" by ZZ Top. 
Go fuck yourself. You said it was two, and now you're saying it's but three. No, it's three. That's then exactly it was two. Then it was three again. And it also actually has the Alvin Silvestri orchestra theme. So it's actually four songs. And they were probably in stereo. I was going to say, do you know what other game has three songs? I think it was the first. Metallica? I was <laughs> ACT. Lethal, Lethal Weapon. Oh, yes. yes. Select your song. Everybody yeah. dance now. <laughs> yep. But that, so that one has three songs from the first and third movies. Power of Love, Back in Time by Huey Lewis and the News, and Double Back by ZZ Top. And what other game had another ZZ Top song in it? Uh, Lethal Weapon 3. I know okay, this. another one. Getaway. <laughs> wow, ZZ Top is... I wonder if they have the record uh, for most Corvette. pinball games. Not Corvette, um, Mustang. They're in there, too? I'm pretty sure. They could be. They used, like, a bunch of random songs on that one. Yeah. Use Ace of Spades. So what are the three songs in Lethal Weapon 3? ZZ Music Factor. Yeah. ZZ Top. I guess I should say artist, not song. And then the third one is just generic Lethal Weapon 3 music from the movie. Yes. Yep. I would always pick the CNC Music Factory. Yeah, you have to, right? <laughs> Everybody t- Oh, that was, their, that was their Friday, and they took it out like early. I was upset. Like, damn it! My guilty pleasure, Lethal Weapon 3. So let's see. I think we covered everything. I didn't get my, my game I love. Oh, you didn't get your love? Jesus! I'm sorry. What the hell we spent so much time on hate. I know. We love hate. So anyways, yeah, Back to the Future. I was going to pick the Star Wars trilogy game because I'm a huge Star Wars fan and that game just sucked. But you Just wait uh, another think... couple months and you'll be good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so game I love, and I'm sure you guys have said this before, but uh, Metallica is just so good. I guess I would have to pick that because that's a favorite game I own. And Actually, uh, no, we have not made it because really? we both own it. Yep. Is that we like a rule? Not. You can't pick a game you own? Yeah. Yes. So you All actually right. pick the rule. Slap well, I can on the pick hand. a different game? You can pick a different game. All right. I will go with... Who? <laughs> I, I will go with $6 million man. No, I'm just kidding. Oh. At least he listens to the show. Mm. I will go with... Uh Whitewater. That's one of my Whitewater. favorite games of all time. I don't own it. Uh, I would love to have a really nice one. So if anybody's got a really nice one out there, let me know. Maybe I can trade you for Hobbit. Bruce, Bruce, you want a Hobbit? No. Oh. I've never got Vacation Jackpot either, so. I've gotten it three times. I got it. I own it once. I think it it was at your house. That wasn't even the high score I had on it. That was actually the second high score I had on it. The first one was the old five times the fun multi-ball. Hoo-hoo. So, guys, next segment. I'd buy that, or I would not buy that. It's back, oh, boys. He's and back. Girls. I said at least one listener was like, "Where was it?" That's my favorite oh. segment. So, does the George does the George Decay like life size celebrity cardboard cutout? Is that one of the you'd buy that? I'd buy that in a second. God, I'm going to buy that oh, right now. The item location is in the United Kingdom. No, there's actually one in, Oak, in uh, Cincinnati, Ohio, too. If anyone wants to buy one and ship it to us, you'd be on the Slam Tilt Podcast Hall of Fame. We have a Hall of Fame. All right. We will for them. All right. We're not even in it, but you would be. 
You ready? Yep. Jason, if you're by a computer, you can follow along too. All right. eBay item ticket number 26272299010170. Ah, uh, really? I'd buy that, baby. Would would you actually buy this one? I would cuz it looks a little nicer than the one that was at the show. No offense to uh Mr. Mike. But it's a high roller casino, boys and girls. Yes, it is. Um, Buy it now for twenty four ninety nine or best offer. It's in Seaside Heights, New Jersey. You know why it's so clean? Because it probably doesn't get much play. How come the pic- one picture looks completely different than the other ones? That's not even of the same game. Yeah. Yeah, that... I, I don't know if I can... Go along with the recommendation, because if you look the at... The flippers are different. Yeah, 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 totally different flippers, different flipper rubber. It's well, t- it I'm looks- going to go by, don't, I would ignore that second picture, because the reason why is he also has a CSI for sale, and the CSI is right next to it. Not in this picture, though. That could be really bad glare, or he might have no. done a shop job or something. No, I think that's taken from somewhere else. Yeah, it looks like somewhere else. Yeah, it's but it's a worse else. picture, why would you do that? Yeah, I don't know. Ready for the next one? Actually, but before before you go to the next one, okay. I'm, I'm just I got to bring this up. And it's yes, the first picture it's next to a CSI. Yes. The second picture looks like it's of another game. The third picture it is next to another. It's not next to the CSI. It's next to something else. So I don't know if it's the same game or if they they moved it around and it was in varying states when Maybe. they were taking pictures of it. It's really weird. Just saying. That's a Baywatch next to it. Is that a Baywatch? Next to a, ba- next to a Baywatch, a Baywatch. On the right hand side. Yeah, I think that. Yeah, I think you're right. So yeah, it's interesting. So perhaps proceed with caution. You never know. Okay, game I would not buy. Are you ready, boys and girls? Okay. One four two three seven zero. Three two nine nine eight seven. Oh, stern magic. Yeah. Got something against magic? Wait. Look at the pictures. Well, it looks like I mean, is that the right apron? It's got like a lime green apron. I don't It know. is actually that is the factory apron, I hate to say. Really? For magic? Yeah, I think so. Ah, all right. Well, what's wrong with it? I'm looking at it here. Look at the middle. Yeah, pretty worn play field. Oh, yeah, it's pretty worn. Oh, yeah, it's pretty worn. Pretty worn play field. I got I got to look up that apron now. I can't. That seems too uncolor coordinated to be correct. It is lime green in a YouTube video also. Really? It is lime green. Lime? What were they thinking? They were thinking they had to use the aprons that they had left over, maybe? <laughs> yeah. Yep, that, that's that's definitely the stern way. I'll say it's probably left over from what what other game do they have that used green? Catacomb? No, this was way before. Way before. It is. Way before. Uh, it does have a uh, Alltech board in it and an Alltech bot power board. Uh, but I played yeah, this for... board and for $1,275, nah. Now, when you had like an eight hundred dollar meteor at 
Allentown that was in pretty good shape. Yeah, exactly. You ready for Have my last one? The one what? that Papa has is pretty hard. Yes. You ready for the last one, boys? Last one. You'll tell me if you buy this or not. Three three two two zero eight zero five seven zero eight six. A Grand Prix. Grand Prix. Classic Williams EM. One of Steve Kordick's most successful games. Looks clean. And only five hundred dollars. Uh, what's with the cabinet? <laughs> what's with the, the cabinet? Looks like uh, I guess you would say the equivalent if someone took a piece of masking tape and painted Grand Prix and slapped it on the side of the cabinet. Holy shit! That's not factory, then, huh? That looks no. like that looks like ass. That looks terrible. Oh, why look- is the I lowercase in every other word? Oh, it was looking so good actually, before then, actually, though. They actually spelled it out like it does on the back glass. The uh, Grand Prix is spelled uh, out just like the back glass. But, it, but it, they re- it looks so good up to that point. It did. It really oh, the, does. They, oh, the front is all fucked the up, front too. Is awful too. It, it literally looks like they just cut out pieces of tape and put it on. <laughs> wow. Okay. That's got to, you know, we should have a Hall of Fame where we put, like, that backlash from Playboy that had, like, one-tenth of art on it, so it looked like there was no backlash when there was. This has to join in the Hall of Fame. Yes. Well, this is great, though. Greatest side art ever. Did you read the description? Read the description. Let's see. Let's see. New rubber kit. Machine has been gone over, and all contacts clean and adjusted as necessary. Plays fine. Obviously, the cabinet has been repainted. <laughs> At least they're honest about it. Yes, they are. Obviously, the cabinet has been repainted. It's almost like they're saying, obviously, no one would ever take this with factory. Crack. Oh, my God. Yes, yes. I uh, hope our listeners uh, can come out and just take a look at this. When is, when is let's see, it's free local hours. pickup. Free local oh, 14 hours. Are, oh, man, it'll be gone by the time this comes but you out. Know, but you'll be able to see it because it'll be in history. Yeah, it'll be in history archived. you got to take a look at this. Oh, my God, it's fucking hilarious. This is it, hilarious. You know, hard it is to, you know how hard it is to find some of these turds? And I keep Somebody on Somebody will buy that. I guess if I you had proper we'll stenciling, uh, I wouldn't buy it for yeah. $500, though. No, no, I mean, no. at the show, at the Allentown show, they had a... There was a nice one. Beautiful, like, Aztec. Like, same era, same type of, you know, deal. Which actually had an extra, it had like a bow, like an arrow thing, like on the one side rail, which looked really cool. And that was mm-hmm. like $700. Was that Jerry's? So, no. No. It was a, that's a Williams game. Come on. Jerry's Mr. No, he Dudley. had one there also. Oh, yeah, he had yeah. a Williams game? Okay. Yep. He did have one there for so. And Jer Bear wants to be on the show also. Oh, man. We're really gonna we're gonna have to double up on the uh, the parental warnings, I think, for yes, that episode. I think so. I mean, this this is the guy. This is the whole reason we do the oh my thing. Yes. Jerry brought it to a new level, so we kept doing it. He's 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 the reason. Oh my. Oh my. So upcoming shows. I don't have many. 
Now, the only one I really got is coming up, not this weekend, but next weekend will be the tournament at the Morristown Game Vault. MorristownGameVault.com. So that's going to be on, what, the 20th? Yep. 19th to 20th yeah, and 21st? Yeah, let, let me double check and make sure I get the right location here. Of course, a good host would have this all, you know, done ahead of time. Yep, the Morris MorristownGameVault.com, right on the front page. It's called the Spring Fling Charity Pinball Tournament, which uh, I believe uh, Steve Bowden, fun with bonus, he was handing out flyers for this at the we Allentown both Show. Got one. Yes, we did. So it's going to be three-day tournament, one of those deals, May 19th, 20th, and 21st. And I like the honesty. Finals are May 21st from 10 a.m. until the champ is crowned. That always scares me. Well, if Steve's going, you might as well just kiss your money goodbye. Oh, uh, it's going to be a lot of good players there. I have a, I have yeah, a feeling. Yeah. Unfortunately, I will not be one of them. I will be at the Salt City Pinball League meet four in Syracuse, New York. Crap! I guess that's where I'll be too. Yeah. Crap! Crap! You guys get to go to all these stuff. I I get to go to one league where we play like roadshow. Did you play last Sunday? Yes. And. And I played Roadshow. Did you? Were you successful in beating everyone? And I won. I won two out of the three matches I was at. Good boy. I went three. I went three and all the previous week. I didn't bring it up though. Sound like I'm like a bragging dick doing. You are a bragging dick. So come on, bring it up. uh, No, I bring it up because you bring it up. So I'm completely undefeated. Um, Clearly, the competition is not at my level. Yes. Well, we're gonna have to. We have to. We have to start talking about dates for Stomp. Stomp. I yes. love it. Stomp. Where's Stomp gonna be held? At Ron's house. Nice. Level zero. The level zero arcade. Stomp, Stomp on headquarters. Down to, Stomp on down to level zero. Stomp on down to level zero. So I really need to get big game done. <laughs> I gotta get the playfield back in the game. I gotta uh, get it well, working. Have a- you at least have a month. We have to figure out a date. But we uh-huh. at least have a month. All right. Uh, let's pay some bills. Uh, com. We still got them for sale. Come on, see us at the website. Uh, we have helpers, lifters, tilters, anything you need for your lifting abilities. Save your back. Use your brain. Buy one of my products. Don't forget uh, flipperfidelity.com for all your speaker Buying Stern Pinball Machines, Stern Mods. Mike Pupo is a very great guy, and we're sponsoring him. And I'd like to thank Jason Plord for coming on the show. Yes, Jay. Joining us in the lunacy that is the Slam Tilt Podcast. Oh, my. Thanks thanks for having me. It was a pleasure. And, uh, you know, wait until next time, I guess. Hopefully we don't corrupt you too much. Oh, he's beyond corruption. Yeah, we, we beyond we're, corruption. we're beyond corruption. So thanks, everybody. Uh, you can catch us on Facebook. Just search for Slam Tail Podcast. Again, go to our YouTube channel. Very good video out there right now. Like the fifth time I'll mention it. The Slam Tail Allentown video featuring many of the Slam crew. You can put a face to the name. We can be reached at our email address, slamtiltpodcast at gmail.com. Say goodbye, Bruce. Hold on, stop the presses. Oh, oh. Stop the presses. Stop I got the presses. one more message. Oh. Evan Bingham just emailed me saying, the IFPA head-to-head challenge isn't for points and rankings, only affects ratings, and therefore is not subject to the $1 fee. 
What does that mean? That the the, the challenge thingy where you yeah, get like a quarter of a point? Rankings. Only affects ratings and therefore is not subject to the $1 fee. What's the difference between rankings and ratings? Ranking is your number, you know, your, you know, one through, you know, 50,000. Your rating is how you rate against other players. So your point part for your TGP is part of that rating. More tournaments you win or you higher ranked in, okay. you get a bit higher rating. You could have a whole show on that, the difference yes. between a rating and ranking. Yeah, well, yeah, we'll, we'll get Tim on to explain the... Uh, that will be I'm, next I'm, week. Sure well, oh, that will be next week. That will be next week? We have two people coming on next week. Tim we do? And another New York City guy. I'm the host. I really should know about this stuff, you know, Bruce. No, because you don't do the, you don't do the uh, planning. Jason... We loved having you on. Thank you, guys. Thanks, Jason. You're always welcome. I don't do the planning. Man, no, I feel insulted. I got somebody on here, didn't I? I got Steve Bowden on here. That's the only person. Yeah, unfortunately, it's the only person. I guess I do suck. <laughs> Say goodbye, Bruce. Goodbye, Evan Bingham. <laughs>